Hi, and welcome to Real Trail Talk. I am Donovan D'Souza from The Long Ways Better. And I'm Mark Pybus from The Life of Pi. Welcome to episode 61. We have our very first post-COVID in-studio podcast now. We've, uh, yeah, post, well, not post-COVID, but post... Post-lockdown yeah. restrictions. Yeah, um, like you're allowed to be in the same room as me. Yeah, so we are good two metres apart, mm-hmm. as we probably usually would be anyway. Um, well, actually, no, normally you're just there next to me. Well, it's us two we've started doing the, yeah. the face-to-face. So um, I think this is probably for the best. Yeah, and we are disinfecting with uh, fermented grape juice as well, just to keep everything safe. Yes, from Western Australia too. Yes, I uh, thought it was quite apt given the uh, discussion topic we're going to be talking about today, which probably, as you've already seen, is Southwest road trip ideas. Yeah, this is something we've talked about for a while. Yeah, we, so we? we're not being opportunistic here and like <laughs> lockdown or regional borders open, so this is what we're doing. Um, this has been on the card since last year, but we just kind of ran out of time. We were going to do something like this, I think, before uh, all of this happened for Easter. Yeah. <laughs> and then that kind of, you know, put a, a pin in that one. Yeah, but yeah. it is about the right time. Yeah, um, it is. There's go one more. the southwest and the Great Southern and spend lots of money in these regional communities that, that really need it at the moment. Yeah, definitely. So I guess the idea here is we've looked at, you know, if I think I approached it from the point of view of either someone who's never been to the southwest or is, um, you know, they may be they're from Perth or they're from over east and they're coming here and they want to feel like just all killer no filler hiking Mm. trip for two weeks but they don't want to do overnights so they're just doing day hikes yeah much the same for me or say you've got like a a family that's very active and you really want to make sure the kids are tired at night um so like two weeks max roughly um and then we'll we'll work our way through our itineraries yeah I guess we'll start. Where did you end up on day one heading out to? Okay, so day one. So firstly, the important thing is to get 16 days, um, I've said leave on Friday night. So that's, I think, a really important thing. I think especially if you're you're just traveling to Bunbury, Bustleton, it's not that big a deal of a drive. Yep. I th- something that I always tell people from over east is is the concept of WA far and WA close. Yeah. Uh, if you're a Victorian, maybe the concept of driving to Bunbury is far, but to us, that's nothing. It's literally the end of the freeway. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I said, you know, on Friday, so day zero, you would drive down so that you can start straight away. So I would say, you know, stay in Bustleton. Um, you know, there's heaps of sort of caravan parks and and resorts along that road. Mm-hmm. And for day one, I said, you know, start the day with the Meelup Trail, which is in Meelup Regional Park. It goes along the coast there, really awesome scenery. It's sort of like the, a mini Cape to Cape in a sense. Yep. Like it's only seven Ks long, but you get, you know, you get a greatest hits of the area. Uh, you know, if you, if you have the time, I'd suggested snorkeling at Castle Bay because there's some awesome snorkeling there. I think in the snorkeling episode I mentioned had one of my best snorkels in the southwest down that area. And then the Access for More Trail is the other one I thought of doing on the first day. Okay, not heard of that one before. So that is the first few Ks of the Cape to Cape. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Getcha. Uh it is so I think we talked about this before like Crooked Brook is one of is one of the trails that they say oh everyone should do and it's not great but they've got it in there because it's wheelchair accessible this trail really is awesome and should be there because it is wheelchair accessible so that's why it's called you know accessible more mm-hmm. um, and it basically goes from the trailhead at the northern terminus to Sugarloaf Rock and back and they've got you know lovely boardwalks the scenery is awesome uh, it's a great taster that I think if, if I see a trip like this as being sort of like, you know, you're getting a bit of a taste for everything. And maybe if you, if you want to come back, you might focus on a Cape to Cape trip. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is a great way to get that taster. Cool. Yeah. So that was those are the hikes I had for day one. Finishing up with, it, you know, maybe some more snorkeling at Yelling Up if you have the time. Yeah. And where are you staying night one? 
uh, I've not really been prescriptive, I've, but I think I would stay in Bustleton. You know, you might as well just stay up the north for now and, you know, stay two nights there. Then you're not having to, like, you know, you're arriving late, you're packing up. Yeah. Just, you know, just stay two nights. And then if you want to travel further south, you can do that next. All right. Um, so day one for me, and I'm also preface this with this is a spring road trip for me. Um, a lot of this stuff doesn't work um, in say autumn or winter. It might work in summer, um, especially some of the more coastal things. But definitely spring, I want to do this one because everything will be great with the wildflowers and any like creeks and rivers and whatnot will be in peak condition. Mm. So I've done the opposite to you. So I'm starting in the morning and going to dwelling up that's going to be my finish point because i figured like bunbury to me is just south mandurah like that whole <laughs> like two hour drive feels pretty much the same because um, forest highway is just a dull dull experience and so i didn't want to start off my two-week road trip spending you know half of the morning traveling down to an area and then figuring out what to do because it really is like a, a dearth of hiking to do there is a big gap there isn't there between say like i don't know perth and bridgetown bailing up like bustleton area mm. there's just like nothing there apart from a few trails mm. um so i stayed away from that area and i've headed inland to dwelling up so staying at lane pool reserve i figured i would do marrying up falls and kind of ease into the trip and do the island pool walk trail and maybe if I had time, do that first section of the King Jarrah up the hill and back rather than the full 18Ks. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's, that actually, it actually probably works better as a return hike because it's mm. long walk yeah, on that, that, on that beautiful track. track. Yeah. So it gives you plenty of time to, to splash around the island pool and set up your camp and everything. And then night one, you're in the forest, so can't go wrong. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. Yeah. And day two for you? So day two, I said... You know, this is a day of exploring the caves. So I put in here Giants and Kalgadup Cave. And that's because they are caves that are less explored and they're a bit more of a adventure because they're, you know, you wear the, the hard hat and you have the light. So to me, it feels a bit more like a hike than, you know, just going to the show caves. Uh, if you have the time, you know, I think that Lake Cave is probably the nicest of the show caves. So I would say, you know, make this day a focus on, on looking at the caves. Uh, Giants in particular is an awesome cave if you really like a bit more of an adventure kind of feel. So I sort of said, yeah, do those. You know, while you're there, check out the Boron Up Forest because it's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's not, I wouldn't say like go for a, a hike there per se, but you can just, there's always like little trails around that you can just kind of walk and, you know, even if you just spend 20 minutes just walking some of the, the trails there and the ad hoc kind of loops, yeah, that's good fun. Um, and then I thought, go down and, uh, you know, see the stingrays at Hamlin Bay. So this is something that is, it's, it's something that's not year round. It's more of a summer thing. So this may be, you know, as you said, you, yours is more for a springtime. I'm thinking probably that's the best time to go and see the Southwest in general. Mm. Um, but if you are there at the right time of year, which is closer to more summer, then going to Hamlin Bay is definitely worth worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so day two for me, I'm heading inland again, staying in the forested areas, and I'm doing dwelling up to Wellington National Park. So backtracking a little bit and heading down the hill towards Southwest Highway and then south towards Harvey. Um, so there's a nice little wildflower walk, which I forget the name of, and I'm trying to refine the post because I want to do it next time I go out to my maintenance section. But near Harvey Dam, there's a, a short little wildflower walk you can do, which looks pretty cool. And then from Harvey, I'll head, um, so just before Collie, to Wellington National Park and set up camp at Honeymoon Pool. So book in my, my campsite for the night and maybe do the Jabich Trail and then link up with the Seeker Trail. If it's not still closed. <laughs> if it's not still closed because DBCA in that area really, really hate 
everyone and they don't want anyone to visit so they burn everywhere and let it get out of control and then... I, I can't believe that's still closed now i know just i can't imagine how badly they would have stuffed up that fire that it yep. gets closed for more than six months yeah it's um yeah it's pretty bad um so yeah anyway hopefully that's all nice and recovered um and then yeah finish off at honeymoon pool which is a really cool spot to, to camp yeah. out I think if you so honeymoon pool people should know is very popular, mm. so you do need to book. Yep. And I think that there's another like place a bit further down that's similar quality that's also available if that runs out on the river or yeah oh, okay not heard Some, of that one. it's called like something rapids and it looks really cool yeah um you know but such a beautiful place yeah um, otherwise if honeymoon pool is full Potter's Gorge is is pretty cool on the dam there. Yeah. And that's it's quite <laughs> quite busy and large. Yeah. And depending on when you go, you might get a few yahoos. Yeah. Deep into the night. Um, so you're around Hamlin Bay. What's what's in store for day three? So this day, I, I'm thinking you know you'd stay day two closer to uh, Margaret River area, uh, or even further south is fine. You know somewhere there. If if you were going to camp, I think that some there's some really good camp spots there. Uh, Contos for a big campground is really awesome. If you wanted something a bit more quiet, Point Road is really good. Mm. Um, but you know, there's there's places you could stay in um, Margaret River. You know, in in the town there, or on or closer to Preveley. There's a uh, you know the Margaret Beach Resort, which is a nice place to stay. So there's definitely a few options, uh, and I would say that this is a day that I put aside as a rest day to go and have some wine and beer yeah. because you know if you're in Margaret River you can't not go right yeah exactly so I said you know this is a day that you can go out to, to some of the wineries there's you know heaps of fantastic wineries there I, I won't get into it in particular but I will say for beer go to Beer Farm because mm -hmm. they do some awesome stuff uh, and definitely try their if you've not had it the Assam boy is one of my favorites and they're currently doing a Shiraz Weiss okay. which is awesome it's a beer sour beer made with Shiraz so you know classically weird combo yeah. <laughs> but definitely tr check them out so you know I think do that there's other things you can do as well um, if you're into mountain biking there's compartment 10 in town this is a day to put aside if you're in Margaret River you got to mm. do some of this stuff yeah I mean, that was one thing I was thinking of as well as I was preparing my trip is like, do I want to do everyday hiking and on the go and all of that? So I, I've done something similar further on as well. Um, so day three for me, I've gone outside of Wellington National Park. So maybe do a walk along the river in the morning, pack up, head towards Collie and then take a different route. I'm finishing in Bridgetown, but I'm going to go south from Collie towards Mumbalup and then hit, head inland towards, I think it's, no, no, it should yabber up the town site. <laughs> and then rejoining back to um, Southwest Highway, um, doing maybe the Golden Valley Tree Park, see what that's like with all the new foliage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As, uh, is it March? Foliage, foliage? Foliage, she calls it foliage <laughs> in The Simpsons. Um, forget me. And then... Um, the Bridgetown River Trail. So I think it's about six kilometers in town. Oh, yeah. And then because I'd spent two nights at campsites, I thought I'd treat myself to an Airbnb at a farm somewhere near Bridgetown and enjoy the nice rolling hills of mm. that area. Yeah, beautiful area. Um, day four for you. Yeah, so I say get up early and get going because you want to get to Pemberton. Yeah. Nice. And I am saying here that you're staying at Carry Valley Resort. <laughs> <laughs> if there's nowhere else to stay. Yep. Either that or camp at Warren National Park. Yep. Because the campsites there are awesome. You know, those those are, those would be my picks. If you're going to stay in a hotel, stay at Carry Valley Resort. And if you're going to camp, then stay at Warren. And I think that there's some, uh, there's a, some people do glamping there as well if you wanted to do something a bit more special. Mm. So there's you know plenty of options between the two of those. Uh, so I'm saying while you're there, there's a, actually a walk around the the lake, yep. Lake Beadalup. So go do the Beadalup Falls walk there, which goes through the tree in a hole as well. Mm -hmm. So that's a really nice, easy loop. It takes a, It's not short, but it's not long either. 
And, yeah, that's one of my favourite areas because that was the first bit of the bib that I did. Oh, nice. Oh, Little Donny. Little Donny, <laughs> yeah. And because it's not that long, you could probably fit in Lefroy Brook later in the day. Mm-hmm. And if you're particularly... Um, you're particularly bold you could probably do the warren river loop as well yeah that might be a bit of a full-on day yeah um but you know if, if you're going on a hiking road trip then you want to yeah, smash sure. them out right <laughs> if it's like late spring early summer then the days are going to be long so you got plenty of time yeah and if you're there you know you should do the the dave evans bicentennial tree and the Gloucester tree. Yeah. <laughs> you know, might as well climb. And I would have said, go do the diamond tree, but they took the pegs off that yeah. one. So do the two while you can, because eventually it might be a case that those trees will not be climbable either. Hmm. So, yeah, that was my day four. Yeah. Um, so for me, I'm having a bit of an easier day. So the whole day is this Bridgetown to Nanup, which is like 30, 40 Ks in between. So can sleep in have a bit of a rest enjoy bridgetown and then i've got hiking and activity wise for the day the bridgetown jarrah park which if you do combine all the loops thing it's like six k's and it's a beautiful area um unfortunately they're trying to log right near there um with the the shoddy definitions of old growth forest and then to finish kind of lunch in Nanup and then maybe check out some of the mountain biking I know they're building a trail network out there at the moment so hopefully by the time you get on this or I get out there it's nice and ready and finishing with the wildflower walk I think it's the Condil wildflower walk near town I think it's only a kilometer but by springtime all the orchids and wildflowers will be out so it'll be beautiful yep awesome enjoy a a nice lazy afternoon in Nanup nice not not as commonly travelled to Nana, but I think it's a nice place. Yeah, it's a kind of an like a really quaint little town that's kind of very Shire esque, picturesque. Yeah. Um, doesn't get as much attention. I mean the Nana Music Festival obviously attracts a lot of people, but the your general winter spring at Nana is very, very pleasant. Yep. So day five. Yeah, so day five I've sort of put as an extra day in Pemberton because it's nice, you know, and also maybe if you think that three trails in a day is too ambitious, yeah. you could do the Warren River Loop in the morning. Uh, and I think, you know, there's some really nice wineries there that are a bit less known than Pemberton. Mm. So I'd say, you know, try some of those places out. If Foragers were still around, I'd say yeah. go to there because that's a fantastic restaurant, but they're, they're closed. But you can go to the Wine and Truffle Co. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Manjimup to uh, Truffle Hill Winery and they do some, you know, they do truffles. So definitely worth it if it's the right time of year to go and do that. Um, and there's all sorts of other little things that you can see around the area. You can go check out Donnelly River Village or um, see One Tree Bridge. So yeah. yeah, sort of a day to just do those little tiny things there. Yeah. Um, for me, day five, I've got Nan up to Margaret River. So I'm kind of heading where you've already been. Um, checking up Barabut Pool, so I've never been there, and kind of exploring the forests in between now and Margaret River because it's kind of a a weird area where there's no trails, but it looks pretty cool what they've got out there. Mm. And then finishing with yeah, lazy day in Margaret River, so maybe visiting a winery or two, and then a sunset walk on the Margaret River Heritage Trail, which is only six kilometres right in the middle of town. Mm. And that's a beautiful way to to finish the day. Yeah, nice. So for day six, I have it. This is a travel day. Uh, this is a driving day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this is sort of going through from Pemberton to Walpole. And so I, th- I've gotten in there the Rocks Walk in Shannon National Park. Your your white whale, Mark. <laughs> I'm hoping in two weeks' time <laughs> I will be there with my niece. Yeah, I'm gonna lock it in, and then you know, I think anything other than like a death in the family touch wood, or like, <laughs> uh, yeah, something extraordinary will force me from not being there. Yep. Yeah, so that's that's one that I think is really worth doing. It's it's not too long, but it's really quite a lovely walk, mm-hmm. and it's sort of in an area that's maybe a bit less known and less travelled. And there's like some in that area in Shannon National Park. There's like some old huts as well, 
that are also worth looking at because I think okay. you can actually stay in those huts. Okay. I know on the other side of the highway where the campground is, you, there's huts there that you can stay in. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think that's what I'm thinking of because it's, it's sort of a weird thing. Like there's sort of two lots of stuff in the same sort of area and the trail's on one side yeah, and the, the campground's camp on the, the other. other. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's certainly worth checking out as you're heading through. And then there's um, Mount Pinkerup, which is a side trip off the Bibbulmun, but is accessible as well from the highway. Yep. There's, a, I think, there's one of the roads that you can take and you can get, get mm -hmm. to there. Um, and then also checking out Fernhook Falls as you're coming through, yep. uh, which is a waterfall that is sort of close to Walpole. Yep. There's a little campground there. And then um, staying in the Walpole area. Um, day six for me, I've done exactly what you've done, is a rest day around Margaret River. Mm -hmm. So mountain biking around town, so you mentioned compartment 10, and then also doing the caves and Boronov Forest. <laughs> 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 so yeah, again, checking out the caves, little walks around Boronov Forest, maybe mm -hmm. go to the beach. I was thinking maybe Quinnanup Falls, um, depending on how far you want to drive, but that's a bit further north from mm -hmm. town. Yeah, wineries, breweries, chocolate factories, cheese factories, just enjoying a break from, from non-stop hiking and yeah. driving. Yeah. yeah. Um, day seven for you now. Day seven. So day seven, because uh, you're based in, in Walpole, I thought, you know, you can go and see Mount Franklin, which is really good. And the, the Kaldianap Trail is the one to do there, which is around the mountain itself. Yeah. And that's really beautiful, uh, beautiful granite country there. There's that the Great Walpole Wilderness Lookout as well that's worth checking out. So those are two things that you can do there. And there's actually there was was a place nearby that unfortunately is closed called Thirlby Herb Farm. Is that now closed? It's just closed last year. Ah, uh, because I knew when I was there they were looking for people to buy it, and mm. they found someone, but no, I didn't realize they were closed. Maybe the new owners didn't. Didn't I was want thinking to keep about it going. that today. Because we were looking at, at going there, um, you know, coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah. And um, no, unfortunately not. Oh, that's annoying. That was a really, really cool place. Yeah. Um, but there are other places to eat, you know. I'm thinking that there's uh, some gastronomical places. There's like a bakery that's on the way out just a bit past Nornalup. <laughs> that do the... <laughs> yeah. The burnt that place. pie. <laughs> yeah, the burnt jarra pie. Uh, highly recommend going there. And of course, if you're in the area, you've got to go and do the treetop walk uh, yeah. and do the, the ancient empire as well underneath there. Yeah. So, you know, trying to keep it a bit chill here. It is a holiday as well. So mm. there's those things, but there's other bits and bobs that you could do. Like you could kayak the Franklin if you have the time. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, day seven for me is Margaret River to Warren River National Park. So I haven't got myself staying in Pemberton I thought I would camp out again at Warren River because I just I want to spend the night there and get the morning mist along the river and hear all the birds at night and, and whatnot so I've got that um, also checking out like the forests around the drive because I don't think I've been on that particular highway I think it's the Brockman Highway mm. and then doing the Warren River Loop in the afternoon as the, the main hike of the day nice so again like a travel day but also arriving in a pretty cool area. Yep. And are you going to do the Dave Evans, Mark? No. <laughs> <laughs> I might do like, I don't know, a couple of dozen <laughs> pegs, but yeah, tree climbing is not for me. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> day eight. So day eight, I have the Lower Franklin Circuit. So this is a walk that I made up. Yep. Um, so you park at the giant tingle tree, which is definitely worth checking out. And then you follow the Mundabidi out to um, the the bridge, Sappers Bridge, and then you jump onto the Bibbleman, yep. and you follow the Bibbleman to the to Franklin River Hut. And this is a good way for people if they've never been on the Bibbleman to get a bit of a taste for what the Bibbleman's like. Mm. And then you come back via the Bibbleman to the uh, to the Giant Tingle, yeah. and that's quite a longish walk. So I thought. You know, this is probably enough for the day. Yeah. Um, and then you travel to Denmark and stay in Denmark. Oh, do you know anywhere to stay in Denmark? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> stay with my in-laws. Or you can stay at uh, Casa Libulela. Nice. 
Um, <laughs> so for me, day eight is Warren River National Park to Pemberton. So again, a very chill day. You're not going very far. And actually, think where I was going to stay in Pemberton, but there's a new place opened up called Jasper's, which I think is at the bottom end of town. I think the eventual goal is to be like a cafe, whiskey bar, like new age kind of thing. I think they've got giant rainwater shower heads. There's a bit of luxury there. Cool. Um, and do an explore Pemberton day. So I've got, I've actually done this before. It's actually quite enjoyable. So do the Cascades, Mount Chuddleup. Um, that's a bit further out of um, Pemberton and Northcliffe. And then come back and do Beadlock Falls, Big Brook Dam, and Gloucester National Park. So check out the tree, but if you're game to, to climb it, do it. If not, <laughs> there's those few little walks you can do. Yeah. Um, or just walk down the hill to a few of the bridges and back. Yeah, it's a beautiful day, and then you should be nice and stuffed by the end of it and a nice meal in Pemberton. Yep. Um, day nine. Day nine. So through this. Day nine... I'm saying is a Denmark day and you're going to go to William Bay and you're going to do the William Bay circuit. Oh, who made that one uh, up? I don't know. Some <laughs> guys named the long ways better. Uh, so this is, you know, obviously William Bay is, is closed at the moment, but will be reopened soonish. They say June, but probably more like July, I think, or mm. August. Um, and there's a walk that is possible to do there where you, if you start at Madfish Bay, and you follow the Mundabidi, then there's a crossing point where you get onto the Bibbleman and you go through sections where there's that massive granite boulders section. Yeah. Uh, and then you walk to Tower Hill and then walk back down to Mazzaletti, to the just the end of Mazzaletti, yeah. and then walk back through Greens Pool, Elephant Rock, and then you follow the rock shelf all the way back to Madfish Bay. Nice. Uh, don't do it on a day where there's really rough oceans because yeah. it's... It's a remote area, but it's absolutely spectacular. Um, if you like coastal scenery, mm. this is about as good as it gets, I reckon. So it's a, it's a good little walk to do. Not too long, but adventurous and exciting. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, and also, in the afternoon, <laughs> you'll have a bit of time left. Yep. You should go do the Sheila Hill Memorial Track. Yep. And you should, if you have two cars, park one at one end and one at the other end what, and not think that the same car park <laughs> God, what idiots would do that but if you forget to do that and you've only got one car you yep. can then walk the bibble man back. yes exactly yeah. uh, and this is a bit of an inside joke but you can read Mark's write up about this on Life of Pi yeah. where I led Mark astray and we walked the bibble man yeah which um yeah, shout out to Urban List Perth for their brilliant write-up on <laughs> day hikes in the southwest. Yeah. So I should say the Shiller Hill Memorial Track is like an awesome... It's you beautiful, know, yeah. Carry forest and beautiful granite. Like if you're driving along South um, West Highway, South Coast Highway, sorry, and you stop in at Denmark, like you'd have no idea there's a 300-meter or 280-meter mountain there or hill. mm with like massive carry forest and all these cool granite formations it's yeah it's just a weird like you'd have to be staying around ocean lights road or ocean beach road and just kind of happen to see the billman sign saying sheila hill memorial track yeah it's just odd that it doesn't get advertised at i all. know it's so weird <laughs> yeah um let me just refresh my phone um, so day nine for me is a driving day. So Pemberton to Walpole, similar to what you've done. Shannon National Park, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> if it's open and it's not, not closed for whatever reason. Um, there is there's a 10 kilometer like forest trail through there, but I'm pretty sure it's just on the, the road you go in and out of. Mm. So maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do the Rocks Walk again. Um, and then Mount Franklin on the way down to Walpole. That's a beautiful area. And one I really want to photograph again because I've accidentally deleted all my Walpole no. holiday <laughs> raw images. Um, so it's just the, the dodgy edits I've done mm. in 2016. So do that one again. And I didn't visit the Wilderness Lookout when I was there. I've no idea why. I think it was because I was driving back to Fremantle that day. I just... <laughs> Yeah, did the hike and then that was it. I forgot about. The, you know, I did the, the same thing. I yeah. did Caldinap and I did the summit, and then I went, oh, 
<laughs> Where's the lookout? Yeah. I think Alyssa did it because she had um, thrown her back out. Mm. Uh, so she just stayed at the car park. And, did, and then she went, why did you do the lookout? <laughs> it looks quite good as well. Yep. Um, so yeah, and then probably staying somewhere in Walpole. Not sure where. Maybe a, an Airbnb somewhere. Yeah. Um, day, day 10. So. Day 10. Mm. So day 10, you move on to Albany and you go to Tondirup. Nice. And do bald head and peak heads. Bald head in the morning, peak yeah. head. Or, you know, depending. So you got to time it because you want to make sure you go to Gourmandise. So <laughs> this is really important. Yeah. You know? So Gourmandise, uh, I've mentioned before here, is a, is a French um, cafe. Yeah. And they do really good pastries and they do uh, plat de jour. So, you know, they do a dish of the day that's definitely worth going for. So I think if you could do one of them in the morning do go there or you could go there for breakfast and then do the two back to back whichever way it works but do both of them because they're both excellent and make sure you go there and and have a meal yeah in town yeah i was there once and i was like i know this woman who was in there at the same time she's really familiar and i was like i know she's a politician so i was like google wa polit- female politicians as alana mctiernan <laughs> just been down there for a meeting or something i was like i know your face yeah <laughs> so there you go wa politicians highly recommend gourmandise yes and there's some other good restaurants in town like liberté if you're there at night time liberté is awesome you know they're a one hazard restaurant they're the only one in town mm. Um, but there's other, you know, like the kebab shop is excellent. Yeah. You know, like I, I know that seems like a weird thing to say, but the yeah. kebab shop is excellent. Yeah. Now, when I finished the bib, I went, I was like, I'll find a nicest restaurant. I went to Little Italy, which kind of, it seems very cliche and, but the food was really, really nice. Very rich. Yeah. I felt kind of a bit <laughs> dodgy after four days on the trail, four and a half days on the trail, but mm. very beautiful uh, restaurant there. I think Albany has a, a good restaurant scene. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, if you're in Tondurup, you should go and see the Gap in Natural Ridge. I know it's very touristy, yeah. but go look at it. It's yeah. really cool. Especially if it's a, a wild day. Yeah. So your day. My day. So day 10. So this is a Walpole day for me. I'm a little bit behind you. And I panicked a little bit at the end when I realized <laughs> how, how little time I had left. But I figured a day in Walpole to kind of recharge... Do Valley of the Giants, maybe Deep River, Giant Tingle, and then I've just to break the hiking up, um, do a, a normal up inlet boat tour with Gary Muir. So it's a good way to get out onto the water, um, learn a little bit about the, the local wilderness, and Gary's a, a great and very enthusiastic host of anyone who goes down there. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so day 11, you're, you're in Albany, you've still got... Yeah, I've got Lots heaps of time in Albany. <laughs> so I'm saying here is a day off from hiking. Yeah. And I think that you go and look at some of the stuff like the National Anzac Center is really yeah. excellent. You know, you've got to go and see that. Uh, if you have any interest in military history, it's probably one of the best museums of its kind anywhere in the world. Uh, Whale World is also really interesting. There's, um, there's a lot of um, like market garden stalls along the roads through mm-hmm. the like Bornholm area, Ellica. Yep. So those are really worth checking out. Um, yeah, there's a lot of other things to see. Like there's the museum where they've got the Amity. So I, this is a day to just explore the town because it's a really historic town, really interesting. It's so beautiful there. Like yeah. it's unlike any other town in WA, I reckon. Yeah. It, I always say it looks like it, it's like a small Tasmanian town. Mm. It has that vibe. Yeah, you know, so yeah, all the cool little houses in the little terraced um, streets. It's just beautiful around Albany. Yeah, as much as we want change, I really hope Albany doesn't change. (laughs) (laughs) There's things that it can change in the good way. Yeah, and but it shouldn't lose its like spirit. Yeah, and I do actually do enjoy like the modernist look of the Albany Entertainment Center. Oh yeah, I love it. It's just a good like little chunky bit on the harbor that's kind of not. You know, they could have done something very traditional, but they've decided no, we'll go in that new, new, like wedgy angle, Sydney Harbour kind of way. And it yep. kind of suits the harbour there. Mm. I like it. Oh, I've got to stop turning my phone off. <laughs> <laughs> 
so day 11 for me, I am joining you in Albany. Hey. <laughs> so this is a driving day for me. I thought about kind of hanging around Denmark, but I was like, no, nah, I'll go straight to Albany because I'm running out of time here. But on the way, I'll do Mount Lindsay because that is another one of the places I've lost all my photos. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a, a cool little like mountainy bit you can check out the coast from the the summit there and it's pretty actually pretty challenging yeah getting up there. the granite's really cool there like it's all like bubbly and weird mm. yeah and like especially when you get some really cool like storms coming in or really cool cloud formations off the coast you can see either side walpole to albany it's really cool and then i'd finish with peak head in that afternoon because Mm. I did it in the afternoon or like sunset last time I was there and it was just one of the best trail experiences I've I've had and that's Mm. the best place I reckon in Albany to catch the sunset Mm. because you can watch it set over West Cape Howe in spring it's beautiful nice day 12 okay so day 12 I think you know in the morning go and do the Luke Penn walk which is along the river the Calgon River. Calgon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's got that giant bird statue. It's kind of cool. Uh, definitely worth checking out. And then I think if you have time, go and drive to Waichinika, mm-hmm. which is really cool to see the cove there. Nice place to camp. You, you could camp there or you could go towards the Parongarups, which is what I'm thinking you want to end up for for the next day. Um, day, day 12, I'm catching up on my hiking in Albany. So bald head in the morning, not done that one at sunrise. And then two people's bay in the kind of middle of the day, get um, some beautiful beaches and granite and whatnot in with that one. And then finishing with point possession in the afternoon. Mm. So this is a full Albany hiking day. Lots of granite, lots of beaches, kind of classic South Coast scenery. Nice. And day 13 for you. So day 13, so obviously the previous day you're set up in the Parungarups, and this is because you're going to go and do the Nancy Peak Circuit and the Granite Skywalk. Now I rate the Nancy Peak Circuit as being better, especially if you add in the the Devil's Slide. I agree with that. Um, but the Granite Skywalk is cool as well. That's the one that you see in all the tourist brochures. You don't see the angle of the view that you see in the tourist brochures because you don't have flight. What do you mean? <laughs> it's always a drone shot of the mountain. Yeah. Uh, you don't see that. But the views that you do see are spectacular. So that's definitely worth doing. And while you're there, I really recommend that you go to Castle Rock, which is my favorite winery in the area. Yep. And also go to Malia Thai. It's a Thai restaurant there. It's really cool. Yep. So, yeah. Just explore the area, go to Mount Barker as well. But yeah, basically you want to stay in the area because the next place you're going to go is also nearby. Okay. <laughs> uh, so my day 13, it's just a repeat of yours. Really? Um, well, not total repeat, but I've got from Albany to the up, so including Luke Penn walk in the morning. <laughs> it's good to know that great minds think alike. Yeah. Know. Uh, and then doing Castle Rock around lunchtime. And then I'm going to finish with Nancy Peak Circuit and Devil's Slide, but do it as a clockwise hike at sunset. Mm-hmm. So you hike up to Nancy Peak first, go back down up to Devil's Slide and Murrum up, Murrumburup, um, Peak, whatever it is. Because then you get to the westernmost, like the highest point on the western side of the Prongarups and mm-hmm. watch the sunset from there and then finish by heading back down the hill and yeah staying at the pronger up so it has a lot more accommodation options than the next place we're going to talk about so mm-hmm. i'm going to base myself there over the next couple of nights yeah especially now that the campgrounds <laughs> but down to the next place exactly yeah yep. um so on to that next place yeah. <laughs> day, so yeah day, day 14 obviously if you're there the next place to go is the sterling range yeah um it's probably you know, it's one of only two impressively large mountain ranges in Western Australia. Yeah. The other one being in the Pilbara. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's like three days drive from there. Uh, and here, the ones that I've got to do are Mount Tulburnup, Mount Talubalup, and Bluff Knoll. 
because I think if you only have time for three, those are the three. Okay. Because uh, those are my probably my three favorite. Well, you know how I feel about Bluff Knoll. Like, yeah. I think it's a bit overrated. But you're still going to do it. But you're still going to do it, you know? And, you know, I think, but I think Tell You Up and Tulburn Up are the most fun because they've got the scrambly bits and, you know, there's like the cave in, in uh, Tell You Up and mm-hmm. Tulburn Up has the boulder field. Um, but if you're in the area, you got to do Bluff Knoll as well. So, yeah, those three. Okay. What are your th- your ones? Um, so I am starting off the pronger ups. Going to do Tulburn up at sunrise. Um, so get there pre dawn, hike up, catch the sunrise from there. Then I'm going to do Tell Ubal up, and then to finish the day, hopefully I'm tuckered out. If not, I'll go and do Bluff Knoll, and then if the timing's right, I want to finish with Mount Magog. Okay. Because that is the westernmost peak you can. Um, climb up there and I think that will be amazing looking out over the sunset because there's Red Hill I think it is mm-hmm. all the lookouts out there there's still like minor peaks and I reckon a sunset from up there would look pretty epic cool so you're not you're not going to Bluff Knoll unless, uh, unless you have the extra time if this was me and if I'm doing Tulburn up at sunrise then actually yeah I probably would do Tulburn up Bluff Knoll tell you up Mount Magog all in one day yep for someone who's maybe some- a bit less <laughs> less insane, <laughs> maybe aim for for two of those three or all three. Yeah, because I mean, if you're doing Tulbrun up at sunrise, you'll be done by eightish. Yeah, um, in spring, and then you can yeah, you could easily do four. What am I talking about? <laughs> so I'll add Bluff Knoll into there as well, um, which I might point out is the second highest spot in WA. <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't. It is definitely not the second tallest this is another inside joke because there's a lot of articles that listed as the second tallest and it's not even in the top 10 yeah um yeah it really pisses me off because you know these are like often um like you know the west or abc they're like you know serious journalists them, and someone, they're getting it wrong someone must have been the first to write it and then they all quote that one thing it's like the the height of all the mountains it's either bluff knolls 1095 or it's 1099 or 1098 yeah so there's one source and then everyone quotes it yeah i'll just i'll just give this little bit of free advice if you work in a newspaper check your copy yeah. you know like seriously <laughs> but then all the gps maps have bluff knoll topping out like a thousand and seventy like yeah. the contour lines has ended a thousand and seventy. Where's where's the extra twenty meters come from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh. So obviously we we both tuckered ourselves out on that day. What have you got for day fifteen? So this is driving up. You know, I think traditionally most people go up Albany Highway, but Great Southern Highway is a bit more interesting. I think. So you go up through here, and there's a lot of like just country town stuff that's worth seeing. Um, I really recommend going through Katanning. Um, also, I just think the drive out of the Sterling Range through that way is nicer. Yeah, and there's a lot of like salt lakes as well through there. Yeah, the salt lakes, and then there's bits of like the rarer gums. So I don't think you get pink. You might get salmon, salmon gums. gums yeah. The salmon gums there. So I just like that drive a lot better. Mm. So you go up through there. You go to Katanning, and you go on the their playground. <laughs> The slides are amazing. Yeah, is this little Donnie speaking? Little yeah. Donnie speaking, yeah. Uh, definitely worth doing that. The town's also a nice spot to stop for lunch. You know, they've got they've got good restaurants. It's like, I think it's considered the most multicultural town in Australia. It is. There's lots of flags there, yeah. There's like a street that has like a mosque and several churches because it's like extremely multicultural and mm. people seem to get along. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good example, I think, of, of how you know, multiculturalism works and enriches the community. And it's a good way, like, to draw immigrants in as well. Be mm. like, hey, you're not just settling in this dinky dye town where everyone drives a ute and will look <laughs> at you funny. <laughs> yeah. It's everyone's going to be included, so come and set up in our community. I like it. Yeah. And also I think it's nice that it's a country town. It's not just, like, a city because I think a lot of people who come to Australia, they 
because the cities are seen as being like, oh, this is where it's welcoming, country towns are not welcoming. Yeah. Whereas Katanning shows that, no, some country town's actually a nice place to live. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a good place to go. Wajin is really cool to see the giant sheep. Yeah. Uh, if you like burnouts, there's the oh, they have like God. a burnout festival. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. A whole festival for burnouts? Yeah, I think you need to more, <laughs> wear more flannel and... and Get your door, dirt bike. Your dirt but, bike out, yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then this takes you to the Dryandra Woodlands. And I'm saying to camp here for the night or stay at the Lion's Village because this is a really cool place. This is um, an area that has a lot of the more obscure um, eucalypts. Yeah. So unlike, you know, a lot of the Southwest, which is just like either Jarrow or Carry Forest... Here you've got mallet and a lot of wandu and a lot of other species that, that are not as common. Mm. Now, uh, Trails WA have the Woylie Walk as the best walk here, and I disagree. I think it's really quite boring. Yep. But the Kawana Walk here is really good, and it takes you to like an ochre pit, and there's a lot of indigenous history. So I think you learn a lot on this walk, and the just the um, laterite breakaways are spectacular through here. Yeah. So there's that. And then in the evening, it's worth going to check out uh, Barnamia, which is a um, animal sanctuary. Yeah. And you can see some rare marsupials there. So that's that's worth checking out while you're there. And that's, yeah, that's the end of my day. Nice. Um, well, you've surprised me because you've gone 16 days and I had 15. So I'm going to rejig mine a little bit. So I'm going to go from the Pronger up. So I'm going to go up Albany Highway and then get onto Brookton Highway. And I am going to finish my day in Brookton and check out a few of like the little nature reserves around there. So we've all, well, we've both visited Boyargan Rock before, which is just outside of um, Brookton. Mm. But there's one called Fox's Lair. And I follow someone on Instagram and her dad is really involved with, um, I think it's maintenance and just kind of like promotion through there. And he's always photographing everything that's there and it's amazing you look at it on a little map and it just looks like a square but there's orchids there's all kinds of rare like insects and birds and whatnot there so i think i'll check out quite a few of those little nature reserves around there and just not have like a hiking day but just kind of like a slow down mm. photography details kind of day mm. and suddenly when we did boyagan it shows that there's a lot of potential that's sort of missed. I know, and it just makes you feel sad thinking about like all the land that's been cleared out there mm. when it could have been all this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll just finish off by just kind of slowing down a little bit and finishing up in Brookton and having a nice meal at the pub there. Mm. Nice. Um, so the final day, day 16. Yeah, final day. So this day, basically you're just going home. You know, you're going home, but Here's where I, th I think you branch off and go back onto Albany Highway and you drive through the Monadnocks. And this is assuming that you're not from Perth because if you are from Perth, maybe you just want to go home. But if you're not from Perth, then it's definitely worth checking out as your final bit of granite for the trip, you know, a very granite-filled trip. Yeah. Go and do Mount Cuthbert and Mount Vincent on the Bibbleman Track from Sullivan Rock Car Park. Might be a bit burnt if you do it in the next few weeks, oh <laughs> given they did a fairly thorough prescribed burn of the area. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if, if it's... I'm hoping that it, it will be better not too long from now. But those two mountains are definitely worth exploring. I think a lot of people, if you ask them if they're from Perth, and they'd say that uh, that's one of their favourite spots. Particularly, I think, Mount Cuthbert has that just that lovely granite summit. Yeah. Uh, it's probably the nicest of the three summits there. Yep, I agree. Yeah, and then you go home. Home. Yeah. Um, so for me, because I kind of rejigged originally when I was 15 days, I was going Pronger Ups, Sullivan Rock, do a walk there, and then go home. But since I'm in Brookton, I'm gonna head down Brookton Highway to go home, and there's Christmas Tree Well there, which I've always wanted to stop in because as you kind of exit the farmland, you go into this beautiful Wandu forest. And I just think that that's a bit of a missed opportunity for walk trails in that area. Mm. The Christmas tree wells, at least, are a place to stop. Mm. And then I might swing by Mount Dale and do the Mount Dale circuit just as a, a final little walk before yeah. heading home. I think there used to be a walk at Christmas tree well, but they've stopped maintaining it like 
20 oh, years okay. ago. Yeah. Which is a shame. Given it's Wando, you could probably find it fairly easily. True. Maybe yeah. I'll do some off-track hiking there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then, and then home. But, God, that's a long two two weeks and two days when yep. you pack all of that in. <laughs> I know I've certainly tried to do something similar and then bailed the <laughs> way in realizing I was too ambitious. Yeah. But this will be the basis of something I want to do in September this year anyway, um, adding in the Cape to Cape yeah. um, in there and then heading further east as well towards Esperance over three or four weeks. Nice. But this is a good start, I think, for both of us. And if you check out the Facebook page, we will definitely write all of this up in some sort of detail and include what photos we have. Yeah, I'll translate this scroll on a whiteboard that I've done. Yeah. <laughs> um, just because, yeah, it's just a good showcase of what WA is. Yeah. And, I mean, people always say, well, it's cheaper to go to Bali. And yes, it is, but you don't get this kind of variety in Bali. Yeah. And I think people from over east, if they came here, they'd be really surprised mm. by how the southern forests look. It's, I think um, there's a lot of character there that's really different to the eastern states. And the forests that we have are really special, particularly mm. the Cary Forest is very special. Yeah. As well as the the woodlands that are a bit more inland. Yeah. 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 And the tingle forest as well. Like that's yeah, true. fairly unique. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like I, I was kicking myself after visiting that area. It's like, I can't believe there's trees that big mm. in WA. And kind of apart from the giant one and the ones in the ancient empire walk, you kind of don't get to see them that often. They're kind of like, it's like a zoo. I think I've mentioned that before on the podcast. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just we have a really unique landscape that needs to be kind of promoted in the right way. And I think road trips are a pretty good way to do that. Yeah. Well, we are the road trip state, Mark. That's <laughs> yeah. what they say. Because <laughs> we've got so many roads to, <laughs> to drive. Yeah. So I think we'll we'll do a similar thing like this in the again for like a north trip as well. Yeah. Um, it, but I think you know for most people the south is probably a good place to start. Yeah, douse, mate, douse. Douse, mate, <laughs> going douse. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode or any other episode of Real Trail Talk, then please rate us on whatever platform you're currently listening to us on. Ratings really help for us to reach an audience and for people who maybe are looking to learn about the outdoors in Western Australia and Australia in general. If you had any questions or any suggestions for future episodes, uh, you can email us at realtrailtalk at gmail.com or you can contact us through our social media channels. Thank you for listening and we'll be back in two weeks. Mm-hmm.